Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So Carmelo Hayes finally did it. What a butt munch. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs. And if you haven't been keeping up to date with this week's Ups and Downs, yes, we are in a secret location, because you're not going to believe this. I do also have a life outside of Ups and Downs, but obviously Ups and Downs must continue. It's like a national treasure kind of equation. I don't know what that means, but given that we did just have an episode of NXT, let's up those down. Also, don't forget to buy your tickets for the What Culture Live event over WrestleMania weekend. And who came out at the start of this week's episode of NXT? And obviously it was Carmelo Hayes, because he had screwed over Trick Williams when he was trying to win the world championship from Ilya Dragunov. So everyone is a sad panda. This all worked wonderfully well though, because one, Carmelo is really good at being a heel, and two, oh my gosh, these fans absolutely hated him to the point the production guys, well, they were struggling to calm him down. This was also proper Roman Reigns beating The Undertaker at WrestleMania 2, because Carmelo walked to the ring with a chair, I presume the one that he had smacked Trick William with, he sat down, and he surveyed the situation, he went, you know what, not yet, and he walked away. So I thought that was really well done and a great way to underline everything, because he ain't listening to nobody no more. And I'm very excited for bad guy Carmelo Hayes. He's getting up. When we got into everything with Baron Corbin and Brock Breaker, do not forget, they only went and won the flubbing Dusty Cup. So they were ringside here celebrating with their trophy, and as always, the lone wolves just have the best chemistry. Brom was even like, I'm really proud of you, Baron. Because at the pay-per-view premium live event, you did your first dive. Corbin was like, you better shut up. I would put these guys on the main roster, although right here, right now, they said we want to face the Delangelo family, which is their right because they won the tournament. But that didn't happen. And in fact, we totally forgot the wrestling rules. Because instead, out came Nathan Frazier and Axiom. I was like, I'm sorry, boys. Nobody said your name. This is because they were going to be taking on Edris Anofi and Malik Blade. This was all right. This was fun. You could see what was going to happen from a mile away. Sometimes that's why I like NXT. You know what they're going to do, and then they go and do it. It's like wearing a lovely blanket. We got all the super kicks at one point, which then turned into strikes, which ended with double dives, which is where Matt Lake played. He was like, no, man. And he smashed Nathan Frazier. He was the last guy standing tall. And obviously, we cut to commercial. It kind of felt like Frazier and the Axe were going to have to win this one, though, because they are a great team, but they never get any W. So after Frazier had hit the Phoenix Splash, Axiom came in with the golden thingio, golden ratio, whatever the hell he calls it. And they got the one, two, three. And they were able to celebrate this victory for about eight seconds because Brock Breaker and Baron Corbin were back. They just threw him out the ring. I mean, it's kind of interesting, too, because you'd have to imagine that those guys are going to have to have a rematch, but you'd want Nathan and Axiom to win, but also Bron and Baron can't lose. It's all kind of redundant anyway, because the D'Angelo family did come out after this. 
everybody looked at everybody else. So we're going to do this tag team title match soon. So I'm going to give it an up, mostly because of Bron Breaker and Baron Corbin put them on the main roster. Our NXT champion was here after this. I tell you, he'd been really badly beaten up. This is because he continues on his excellent reign after absolutely smashing the ship out of Trick Williams, who also smashed the ship out of him. That's essentially what he was talking about here. Although given the circumstances, there's only one person he wants to talk to. So Carmelo Hayes, you come out here right now. Now, once again, this resulted in the wrestling rules being broken because instead out came Dijak. I was like, you're not Carmelo Hayes, and nobody said your name. Dijak was totally sick of all this, though, because he does hold the world championship, but he's totally obsessed with Trick and Mello. And when is everybody going to start thinking about Dijak? Like, damn right. He said he was going to break Ilya, so Ilya came back and said, well, you're going to suffer, because he does like talking in riddles. When I tell you, Dijak took his fist and he punched Dragunov right in the face. I don't this mean in a tee-hee-ha-ha kind of a way. I mean, he actually gave this guy a smack right in his broken nose. You have to go and watch this in slow motion. It's totally crazy. We weren't playing around either because then we did set up a non-title match for the main event, and that's going to tie into a bunch of other stuff too. And actually, at some point in 2024, Dijak should probably be the world champion. I mean, he never drops the ball, and he's really, really good, which is also the same for Ilya Dragunov. Thought this was quite fun. Ah. JC James was then really happy that the Chase U calendar had sold out. So well done, guys. You did do it. When she gave terrible dating advice to Thea Hale, and she was like, oh, man, with Riley Osborne, you should play hard to get. I'm like, man, they were getting on so... What have you done? I presume this is because it is Valentine's Day next week, and NXT was always going to jump on the back of that. When Robert Stone's kids convinced their dad to team up with Von Wagner. Look at me right in the face. I need that right now. When Lexus King did indeed defeat Riley Osborne, in a winner, gets to go on a date match. I made that up. It did all tie into this stuff with Thea Hale, though, because at one point, Riley was doing really good when he looked out to the Chase U section in the crowd, and guess who wasn't there? That's right, there was no Thea. So he was so sad, he got distracted. This is the greatest WWE distraction ever. The dude was upset. It meant that he did get wham with the coronation and got beaten for the one, two, three. Bless this Lexus King. He was so happy, he does not care how he wins. And yes, look, I know this stuff drives some people nuts, but personally, I absolutely love it because it just gives NXT so much personality. Like, they must sit down and come up with their storylines and be like, shall we just have fun like Cindy Lauper? I like Cindy Lauper. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Brindley Reese was then being horribly bullied by the women in the locker room. Actually made me feel quite sad for her. When finally Carmelo Hayes decided, now is the time. Because he admitted that at one point he didn't want to see Trick Williams succeed, but Trick had totally forgotten what his place was. So now look what he's done. He has brought him back to his appropriate level, and that's where he's going to stay. Because these two did indeed have a plan that Trick totally forgot, because Williams was going to go after the North American Championship, whereas Carmelo would aim for the NXT World Championship, and then they could rule the company together. At least that's what Carmelo told us. Let's face it, he's probably lying. And once again, do not forget Trick is not on my level when he also revealed, yes, it was me who attacked Williams on NXT backstage all those months ago. I was like, how dare they? You could also tell that Shawn Michaels is absolutely running this company because from nowhere, Trick Williams' music started to play. And even though Hayes acted like, oh, no, I'm in so much trouble, he then started to laugh. It was a trick like we did it with Bret Hart and Shawn in Canada. I also think this must mean that Mello paid off the audio guy, so somebody needs to go to talk to him too. But Mello then let it be known that Trick Williams will never be more than his hype guy when he dropped the mic and he walked off with everyone telling him to go F himself. So once again, I tell you, we have something with this dude and we're only at the very start of it. I think this could be really good. I've then got another one of those teases similar to the one we got on Vengeance Day, where it's all about a man and the three masks that he wears. And if I was going to make a prediction, I don't think it's Akada, I don't think it's Julia, I'm going to say that it's Tamatonga. I mean, this would all tie into his New Japan background too, and I, for one, would be a big fan of that. I know we have a checkered history, and he tried to kill me, but I do respect him very much. Also got a video for Oberfemi, who we are really pushing. Thea Hale went and did it again. Because Riley was trying to talk to her and be all like, oh man, I'm really upset that I did lose. Maybe I can text you. When Thea Hale's all like, oh man, maybe I'm really busy. Then she went and celebrated with Chasey Jane. Stop being hard to get. The dude clearly already wants you. We then got more fallout from Vengeance Day after this. Lola Vice versus Roxanne Perez. And this was because halfway through Lyra Valkyrie and Roxanne Perez, Lola had just come out and gone, ha ha, I've got a contract here and I'm going to cash it in. And she made it a three-way. But then Tatum Paxley was also getting involved. And surprise, surprise, all these three came together again. Now, I've really no idea what the plan is, but just as Lola kind of was getting on a roll, Tatum did run to the ring. She got on the apron. The referee was all kind of like a shrug emoji. And because Vice was so confused, Perez was back. She hit the pop rocks. One, two, three. I think I just said three people. I meant four people now involved in this. And I would call Roxanne Perez up to the main roster. But what the hell do I know? But I do quite enjoy this because once again, you can see people improving and getting better and better. If when you sit down to NXT, you don't expect a little bit of that, 
but you're probably watching the wrong show. Give it an up. When we had yet more tie-ins, it was Jakara Jackson and Lash Legend taking on the brand new friendship of Fallon Henley and Ren Sinclair. Now I really like this because once again it does what NXT does do very well, which is established, right, that person hangs out with this person and that person likes to hang out with that person, so now they're going to have a fight. And if you were in school and school somehow became wrestling, this is probably what would happen to you too. Sinclair was whipped for a little while because we are portraying her as like, oh I'm new, I don't know what's going on here. When Legend tried to save her partner by grabbing one leg, so Fallon grabbed her arm, and I kid you not, they were doing a tug of war. And when this didn't go well to Fallon Henley, she went flying into the middle rope. Looked like it sucked. Jackson then thumped her one as well, which is when Ren tagged in. But once again, she kind of panicked because she didn't know what's going on, which is when she got smashed with the bomb of power and she lost. One, two, three. The metaphor did it again. So once again, I'm not sure where this is going, and it kind of feels to me like Fallon Henley and Ren Sinclair could fall out. But I'm basing that on absolutely nothing. This is all right. Kind of out of nowhere, but up. We then saw Brooks Jensen, who found Josh Briggs. He was all like, listen, man, I'm feeling so lost because you and Fallon are doing so well. And my gosh, did he get some tough love? Because Briggs absolutely lost his mind, pushed Jensen into the lockers, said, man, you need to be inspired by us and you need to grow some balls when he walked away. Now, listen, one of these has to be turning heel and you could go in either direction and then we can do that feud we have been teasing for ages. But even I was a bit like, man, Jensen, I would go whoop his ass. What a horrible thing to do. Peter Parker then went and found Ava Rain and asked for a one-on-one -on -one match against Adriana Rizzo, given everything that did happen at the pay-per-view. And Ava was like, sure, fool, you can have this, but everybody else is banned from ringside. Dun, dun, dun. We also had Ridge Holland stomping around, and I swear that he said he's going to take on every single member of Gallus one by one, and if he loses, he's totally done. I'd be a bit like, right, that rhymed, Ridge. So we're doing something right here. But two, you used to have a couple of buddies. Why don't you go get some more? It also meant we went right into our main event after this. Ilya Dragunov versus Jack in a non-title match. Listen, I can sum it up in one sentence. They whooped each other's ass, maybe for real. I mean, they just tonked each other for real as Jack kept going after Ilya's broken nose. And at one point, after he'd been ripping at it, Dragunov stood up and he just hurled Jack into Team of the Turnbuckle. And he laid there like every bone in his body was broken. Wouldn't surprise me. That was one of those situations, too, where you're like, well, I don't think Elia should lose. And also, I don't think Dijak should lose either. So what do we do? So at one point, after Dijak had been smacked in the face, he was kind of hanging over the ring apron when Joe Gacy, of all people, appeared from under there. So who lets him go down? And he had this weird boxing glove weapon thing. And he punched Dijak right in the face. As a lot of people have said to me, Simon, that looks like something Doink the Clown would use. Yes, yes it is. Now, of course, Ilya Dragunov saw none of this, so as soon as he turned around and he saw Dijak on the floor, he hit the H-bomb, and he got the 1-2-3. And I am kind of surprised we're going to continue on the Dijak-Joe Gacy feud, but at the pay-per-view, premium live event, Dijak whooped it. all they kicked off, because of course Carmelo Hayes was here, and he totally ruined the champion before he took the championship belt, and he smashed him right in the face, and he raised it aloft to end NXT. There you go, there is our next feud. Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov. Given that people hate Carmelo and they love Ilya, this could be damn good. So I'm pretty damn excited about it and it is gonna get an up as is NXT overall. Now look, I've been way too positive today. That's probably not a fair representation at all, but I'm having a good old time. There's so much craziness in wrestling right now. Sometimes it's good to throw some love back into the mix. What does that mean? I don't know. Click the video on the screen, subs and downs for Raw, like the video, share the video, subscribe, goodbye. 
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.